Hello and welcome to the School of Life, where we talk about things you probably didn't learn at school or from your parents. You might have learned these things, but a lot of people didn't. So today we're going to talk about business and it's basically, this video is going to be about starting a business and what you should think about before you do it. And this might help you make a decision whether you do want to start that business or you want to think about it a little bit more or you want to throw it in the bin completely. So I've started a lot of businesses in the past, so I know I know the exact process and I know the things that when I first started that I should have thought about and didn't, and I know the things now that I look at when I'm thinking about getting into a business, starting a business, I know the things to look at now because it does take a lot more effort than a lot of people think. Um, so when you look at a business, you usually think, yeah, I reckon I could do this in this time frame, but once you actually get into it, you'll start to realize um, it's going to take a lot more effort, a lot more time, and probably a lot more money to get where you want it to, to go. So um, for ideas for starting a business, it's always good to find something you're passionate about or something you're really good at. But the main thing is, are there clients or customers that are willing to buy your service or buy your product? That's the main thing. If you don't think there's a market for it, then there's probably no point. I mean, a lot of people can create their own markets, but that's very, very hard um, a lot of established brands can already do that. They can they can design a product that no one's ever heard of or doesn't exist, and they can create a market out of it. But just like kind of like I guess they do with phones and things like that, they they create a market, and they're so big they can advertise, and people will see that. Whereas if you're small, you don't have the marketing budget. You know, you don't have the contacts. It's very very hard to to create a new market. So with my first business, the first one I ever started. Um, that was doing property maintenance, so mowing lawns and things like that. I knew straight away there was a market for it because there's a lot of people that already do it. And um, I started that, did a little bit of advertising, and I got a lot of work out of it. It was really good, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do, so I ended up selling that business and moving on. So um, it's finding something you're passionate about and you're good at is really good, but like I said, it needs to pay the bills. There's a difference between a business and a hobby. Um, you might find that you can make necklaces or something like that and you're really good at it and you might spend four hours making a necklace and you sell them for ten dollars in business terms that's not really good money at all because that's like ten dollars for four hours or something like that whatever you price them at you need to work out how you can scale something like that if you want it to be a viable business so how do you grow um can you get these necklaces manufactured? Can you get 10 people making them at once? Um, can you find a faster way to make them? So it's all about scale and you need to work out whether this business that you want to start can scale or not. So something like that might be really hard to scale and it might be something you look at. Think about those things. Think about the obstacles. How am I going to get these from me making them to in my customers' hands? And who are your customers? Where are they? Do they want this? That is the most important thing. If no one wants, you make, might make the nicest necklaces in the world by hand, but if no one knows about them, they don't exist and you're not gonna make any money and it's, it's a bad business decision. It's a bad business. So yeah, you really need to make sure you know who your target market is, you know how you're going to reach them and you have rough costs in your mind of, of what it's gonna cost you to reach them, whether you're doing marketing on Facebook, Google, uh, real-world marketing like TV or newspaper and things like that. So that's the very important points I've just made. Um, yeah, yeah, a business without customers obviously doesn't exist. So you need to differ differentiate between a hobby and a business and 
decide what it is and whether you actually want to do it. There's no point if you're getting it, if you've got a job now, you're earning a hundred grand a year and you're making these necklaces and I wouldn't leave that job to go and make necklaces for, for $10 for four hours. So things like that, you really need to think about. Um, is there a target market? As I've said before, is there a target market? Where are they? And are they going to, are they spending money on this type of thing? That's what you need to think about. Once you've worked that out, if, if you're happy that you think that you can make something of it, then just get right into it. And a business doesn't have to be something you're passionate about or something you're good about. I've learned things on the fly many times before where I've, I've got into a business where it's just been quite interesting. Now with me, business is very interesting. When, when I was doing web and graphic design, which I still do now from time to time, but I, I've got other projects that I'm more focused on. But when I was doing that, the thing I loved most about that job was going into other people's businesses and just seeing how they worked, who their, who their clients were, how they got their clients, and things like that. Like the marketing side, really, really, I don't know, I was just obsessed with that kind of thing. So from there, I always learned that when I was to start one of my own businesses again, I knew the things to look out for. You know, where are the clients? Are there enough of them? How much are they spending? Um, you know, can I charge more? Can I charge less than a competitor? Uh, can, I provide, can I provide the same service a competitor does, but can I do it better? What can I add that makes me unique or what makes my business unique? So they're things you need to think about, um, especially in a flooded market. Now, a lot of people say don't ever get into a flooded market. I agree and I disagree. It depends what it is. It depends if you can, it depends if you can create something unique. So whether it's you or, or your product, something unique that separates you from the competitors in that market. So. I slightly agree with not getting into a flooded market, but I've done it many times and I'm doing it now with one of my businesses and it's going well. So I'm not one to tell someone not to ever try anything because I've tried everything despite what other people have said before, like, oh, don't do that, it's not a good idea. I've gone ahead and done it anyway. And whether it's, whether it's succeeded or failed, I've learned lessons along the way. And that's the most important thing. When you learn lessons, the next business you start you can dismiss all the problems, like you can dismiss all the mistakes you made, not dismiss them, but you can avoid them is basically what I'm trying to say. You can avoid all those mistakes and remember the things that worked and say, I'm going to try this with this business because it worked with that one. And not every business is the same. I know some businesses that thrive on Google ads and then other businesses that just don't. There's just, there's no one searching for it. You need to put it in front of their face. So that's where Facebook might come in. So not every business is marketed the same. Some things work for others and some things don't. So they're really important things to keep in mind. Um, I think I'm going to wrap this up, but basically, actually, no, what I'm going to talk about is the pros and cons of having your own business. A lot of people think that when you have your own business that it's awesome, everything's great. And a lot of my friends think that about me and my businesses. Um, so I've had friends where they've had a few days off their work or a week or something, and then they've they've constantly asked me to come out with them and go for coffee and things like that. But you know, I've told them I can't, I've got things to do. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but you can just do them later. You work for yourself. And I'm like, yes, I work for myself, but I've still got deadlines. I still have to, you know, face clients. I've still got things to do and I'll take responsibility for that. And that's something you really need to do. You need to take responsibility for yourself when you do have your own business. No one's going to save you. It's not like if you work for someone and you take the day off, someone can cover or your boss can speak to the client and say, you know, something happened. You don't have anyone to cover for you. You have to answer for everything. You have to answer to your clients. Uh, you have to complete the work. Unless you have people working for you, you have to do everything. So that's one thing a lot of people don't understand when you get into business, that 
there's a lot to be done. You can't just go out and have, go for coffees all day, every day, unless, unless you're profitable and your business is running itself. But I always believe that you should still be there and you should still be pushing to become even more profitable and not just settle, not just settle for whatever you're making now. So yeah, I guess the pros are that there are times when you can take time off if you're, you know, if you want a week off or something, you can make that happen some way or another. So yeah, you do have some free time having your own business, but then sometimes you don't have any time. So it's, it's give and take. Um, there's times where I've been completely flat out. I haven't seen anyone for a week. I've just been smashing work. And then there's been times where I've had nothing to do for a week. So that comes into a con as well, where you, there's times where you flat out, there are times where you have no work. Usually, like they say, it never rains, it pours. When you do have work, it'll just come pouring in. When you don't have any, you don't have any. It's just weird how that works. Um, the biggest problem with people in business, a lot of them rely on word of mouth, and I've been guilty of that before. Um, it was really good. I was getting work, constant work for ages, word of mouth, purely word of mouth. I did not advertise once, and it was really, really good. And I didn't see it coming, but all of a sudden, the work dried up. I had nothing, so I had to start advertising and things like that. So never rely on word of mouth. So anyway, like I said before, I've gone off track. I'm going to talk about the pros and cons. Pros are, yes, sometimes you do have time off um, to do whatever you want. Um, another pro would be, I guess, learning. Like That's my favorite part is learning from mistakes and things like that, things that you don't see when you do work for someone. Um, and also, you become the head of every department. Man, I've got to get some actual lights in here because the, the sun keeps dimming the video. Um, yeah, so the pros are you can make a lot of money, but that's also a con because you can make no money. So... Yeah, we'll talk about some cons. One of them is you can be completely flat out and not have any time for anything. Um, another one is you have to do your own tax, uh, all that kind of thing. You have to do your own accounting, unless you have an accountant. It depends where you're at in your business. If, you're, if you've got a business that's quite established, then you'll have an accountant. You might have an advertise, someone doing advertising for you. You might have different people in different departments, and that makes it a little bit easier. But if you're a sole trader and it's a new business, chances are you're going to be doing everything. You're going to be you know, delegating someone to do your logo unless you know how to do all that stuff. See, for me, I learned a lot of that stuff. I, like I said before, I was a web and graphic designer. And in business, getting a website and getting your graphics done is probably one of the most expensive things um, to get. So it's kind of, it's been a real help for me that I knew how to do that stuff because I build my own websites. And most of the businesses I do have are online. It's just my strength. I play to my strengths. So yeah, um, I'm getting off track big time. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people think it's easy to have your own business, but they don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Um, I guess another con is you need to go and chase your own work. You need to find out, like I said before, you need to find out where your clients are and how to get them. Whereas if you work for someone, there's someone in charge of usually already doing that. You're just you're just finishing the work off. So if you're a web designer, you're just doing the websites. You don't have to worry about chasing up people and trying to find clients. Someone else usually has that job. But if you're a sole trader, starting on your own, you will have to do all those things yourself. So it's definitely not easy. The pro, Like I said before, the pros are you do have time off sometimes or you can, you can kind of make time off. The money can be good. And what else? I mean... I guess you can do things like I'm doing now. There's times where you can just do other little projects on the side. Um, and as I said before, the cons, 
doing your own taxes, finding your own clients, um, not having any time sometimes. Um, so it's give and take, really. And another little thing I was going to say, it was another story, was about um, yeah when I worked for that web design company before I went out on my own and did my own thing. I I was working there for a while and I'd be doing three or completing three or four websites a week. Just they're pretty basic websites, but I'd be finishing three or four a week. My boss would be charging a client three to four thousand dollars for each of those websites. So let's just say three thousand dollars. So he'd be earning about twelve thousand dollars a week just from me, and I was probably getting paid eight hundred to a thousand, if that. Now I know the boss had overheads or other people to pay. He was renting an office and things like that. Not that he paid anyone anyway, because that's why I left. He, he skipped the state and went somewhere else. Anyway, totally unrelated. Um, so once I saw that, that's when I was like, I really need to do this on my own. I'm busting my ass to finish these websites for this bloke. And I'm only seeing one twelfth of it or whatever it was. So I thought, I'm going to go out on my own and I'm going to earn that money. Um, now, it's not always like that. You can't always charge that amount and you're not always going to get the work. And remember, you've got to pay for advertising and things like that. So... Those are things to keep in mind. If you do work somewhere at the moment, so if you're currently employed somewhere and you're seeing them make really good money and you think, I can do this, make sure you think about all the other things behind the scenes, their overheads, how much are they paying their staff, how much is their uh, rent on their office, factory, whatever it is. Um, another job I had, me and my friend said, let's go out and do this on, their own, on our own. But we worked out, just to start, we would have been looking at a few hundred thousand dollars just to start that business. Just the equipment. There was forklifts. There was trucks. Um, here we had a massive factory with uh, a bunch of equipment. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars that he built up over the years. So that's what you need to look at. Don't just think, oh, I can go out and do this. Remember, you need to just think about the equipment that you're going to need, the staff, if you need staff, the overheads. Think about those things before you go out on your own and think you can do it yourself. I'm not saying not to. Just saying, think about those things before. Don't just quit your job and then go, all right, let's do this. Then you get to it and go, oh my God, I've got to go rent a factory and the factory's $1,000 a week or I need to buy this equipment I didn't know was that expensive. Do your homework is the most important thing in business. Do your, do your homework, learn from your mistakes. Um, I've made a ton of mistakes, millions of mistakes, but I've always learned from them. So I posted a quote on Instagram the other day and it's the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Now, that quote wasn't to be taken literally because when you're practicing, say you're practicing to learn guitar, you are doing that over and over and you are expecting a different result because you're going to get better at it. So that quote isn't to be taken literally. What I mean by that quote is if you've made the same mistake, if you've made a mistake that's cost you a lot of money, a lot of time, or hasn't got you anywhere, and then you continually keep doing that. So say you're running an ad or you're doing something. Let's just say you're running an ad on Facebook and it didn't do too well. Then you start another business and you run an ad using basically the same metrics and it doesn't do too well. By then you should know, okay, I'm not gonna do this again. So you'll learn from your mistakes and you'll evolve. And I've, oh, I've done so many mistakes and I've learned from them. So now if I was to start a new business or even in any business that I, that I take part in now, I always remember things and say, okay, I've tried that with that one and that didn't work. But remember as well, every business is different. So some things, some advertising methods in some businesses aren't going to work in others. So certain ads in one business might not work for others. There's some businesses where Google ads are amazing. They're fantastic. There's some other businesses where they just don't work. 
because someone might not be searching for that exact thing. You need to put it in front of their faces. So yeah, I uh, hope this covered a lot of, a lot of things. Um, if you have any questions, let me know in the comments below. Um, this is the School of Life. It's going to be available as a podcast on iTunes. I also upload to SoundCloud and the video is going to be on YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all those types of things. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments below on my YouTube or on Facebook and I'll answer them. If you have any ideas for videos that you want me to cover, let me know. I do have a massive list on my phone of ideas I want to do for future videos about business and things like that. We're going to get some people who who know a little bit more about certain things like accounting and tax. We're going to have them on and we're going to talk about things like how to reduce your tax and we're going to get into some a bit more serious things about business. So that should be really fun. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also going to have another segment called Business Chronicles where I actually talk to people in business. So I'm going to get some friends, family and just randoms who are in business and we're going to have like a little interview type thing where we're going to talk about their struggles, their weaknesses, you know, how they overcame their struggles, uh, the turning points in their businesses, all that type of stuff. So I think that's going to be really awesome. Um, I think that's all for this video. So we've kind of discussed the pros and cons about starting your own business and just things to look out for. So the main important thing is <clears throat> make sure you know what you're doing. Who's your target market? Market. Do they have the money and are they going to pay for this type of thing? Because that's all that matters at the end of the day is is someone going to buy your product or service. That's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed. I'll see you soon.